You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. We're very serious crafters. And we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast is brought to you by Barocco Yarn. Hello, and welcome to the very spooky episode 13 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Zombie Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Ghost Haley from Red Handled Scissors. And over here, I am Frank and Heidi from Hands Occupied. Today we'll be talking about handmade costumes and all things Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) And for very serious crafts podcast fans that are not yet beyond the veil, pretty please leave us a five-star rating on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting to find us. Thank you. How we doing, guys? Not too bad. <laughs> I Haley is currently, for people who are listening to us, which is all of you, she's sitting here on our video chat, kind of... Mr. Burns from The Simpsons slash Evil Genius wiggling her fingers at us while she's wearing purple latex-free gloves. <laughs> totally normal. Totally. <laughs> there, I need the moisturizer on my hands to stay on there so I can cross-stitch for 12 hours after we record. There's a method to my madness. I am not just... Okay, never mind. I am just creepy. But also there's a reason. She puts the lotion on her skin. Uh, oh my crafter gosh. problems. At least it's not in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so the reason that I'm wearing these delightful purple gloves that make my flaily hand movements really distracting on our video <laughs> chat is because I've been sitting on my couch stitching projects on a deadline mm-hmm. for the past week straight, and it will continue for the next three. So I'm. It, it really matters that my hands actually are are functional and like don't bleed all over fabric, which you know can happen when you wash your hands a bunch of times, so you don't leave uh-huh. oil on fabric. It, it is. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. My apartment, though, is getting into the Halloween spirit just a little bit with heavy emphasis on spirit (laughs) because as I've been sitting on my couch, I keep hearing the sounds of cats like hopping onto my work table. And it's a very distinct noise because there's a cutting mat on my work table. And I mean, it's a noise I've heard a lot and it keeps happening except that my actual cat is curled up sleeping next to me and so this has yeah so this has been happening all day every day for about the past week and it culminated in uh you know like the cardboard scratchy pads that Mm -hmm. cats have it culminated in that sound, and we have a, a vertical cardboard scratch pad in the same room that I'm stitching in. And I truly thought that my cat had gotten up and gone over to scratch the thing, 
nothing there except a pile of like the cardboard shavings on the ground oh. in front of this thing. <laughs> so so I'm having some some ghost cat happening in in my apartment right now while I'm working on this deadline. If you're going to have a ghost, a ghost cat is probably one of your better options. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I it's yeah. fine. It's just really clear Sounds that one assumes are just your cat milling about become a lot more sinister when your cat is sleeping next yeah. to you. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yay, uh, Halloween spirit of Hayley's apartment. <laughs> there you go. Um, and I'm completely serious, by the way. <laughs> These are things that are happening. We believe you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, sure, <laughs> Haley. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, I don't have a story that's quite as um, spooky, but uh, the one thing I will say to, to um, t- put a little bow on my, uh, when I told you guys about the dress I actually successfully made leading up to my trip to meet my little niece, um, yes. I ended up holding a baby most of the time for like three days. So I didn't wear the dress once. It literally got hung up <laughs> in my room and sat there. And I wore jeans and, like, T-shirts that could get barfed on instead. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. Yeah. But at I least mean, the dress guess, is made. Yeah, it is made. Um, and I guess the the Halloween tie-in to this story is that my niece, because she's an infant, um, projectile vomited. Like, um, <laughs> what's it? Not po- not poltergeist. Um, yes. It exorcist? Is poltergeist. An exorcist, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, so she she barfed like that a lot, but she's cute. Was it green? Um, No, she's just a formula baby still, so just... Oh, okay. Just hot... Run-of-the-mill... Cream color. White uh-huh. projectile vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's got that classic formula smell, if you guys really mm. want me to paint a picture for you. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so scary enough for you guys? <laughs> I mean, a little yeah. terrifying, yeah. yeah. I mean, none of us are parents, yes. so <laughs> I, I feel like that brings special levels of, hmm. Yeah. yeah nope. <laughs> uh, my latest thing is not spooky. It's not gross barfy, but I find it to be a little bit scary. <laughs> um, so I'm going to show you all on the video chat this little treasure that my mother gave <laughs> So we, we had some ghostly activity here. Yeah. <laughs> we yes, we, we did have just a little bit of a, an interesting situation. We just had to restart recording because apparently my the subject of my topic is interfering with our recording today. Because today I would like to <laughs> share with you briefly um, a little doll that my that my mother gave to me that we have had sitting in our house for a long time. And I'd like to start by saying it's really sweet and adorable, and I love it to pieces, and I would never think of That's right. Say nice things, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) So so I have this little doll, and it's about two and a half or three inches tall, and it's old. I don't know how old it is, but it's made of like a, I don't know, maybe like a cellulite type of, cellulite? <laughs> Cellulose <laughs> type of material. <laughs> it's just pockmarked. It's a, little, 
Yeah. It's a little plastic doll. It's fully hinged. Or maybe it's unhinged. Um, <laughs> it has a completely hand crocheted dress with frills and a bonnet and socks and underpants. And that in itself would not be scary. But the part that is a little bit scary is that over time, something happened to this poor doll and its face is all scrunched in. And now it's looking pouty and judgy and not so friendly and nice. And and like it wants to stop recording. And like it yeah. wants to stop the recording and it's still recording. So I'm going to be really gentle here. But um, <laughs> I've been <laughs> what I said last time right before the recording was possessed. Is <laughs> I was trying to decide if I should keep this handmade object because it somebody spent a lot of time on it or if I should get rid of it because it's looking at me all scary and I was going to put it to a vote as to what I should do with it and I'm just trying to hang in there that it's I'm watching my recording and it's still going so apparently it liked the nice <laughs> things I said about it <laughs> But I'm going to turn it away from me now so that it's not watch. It's still watching me. Okay, we're just moving it out of the way. That's my scary thing. You might turn it away, but it's going to be looking at you again in five seconds. It's I. It's out of my view entirely at this point. But it, that was weird, you guys. Yeah, that was and this weird. And is, this is all legit BTW for our listeners. Yeah. We really did have to stop recording. Yeah, be, due to a possible haunted doll situation. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah, I, I honestly was going to just talk about it as, yeah, this is a little bit scary because, and hey, we're having a Halloween episode. And then that happened. And I don't really get into the whole paranormal activity. That's not my jam. But that was really weird. So yeah, you don't mess you with Pentagon. super weird. Exactly. <laughs> uh. Sorry. It's never going to die. Never. Mm -mm. So. It was too good. Um, yeah. Let's jump into well, this. So let's talk about something a little bit more wholesome in yes. terms of Halloween. Let's do that. Um, I like so wholesome Halloween. Most, I would say most, I think most crafters that I can think of have fond memories of Halloween as a child because it was an opportunity to make things or to have a parent make things in a lot of cases. Yes. I'm sure all of our parents... A not-so-crafty parent makes yeah. things <laughs> I, I have a hunch all of the fond memories that we have about our childhood costumes might be a little bit less fond from the parents' perspective. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I think uh, my mom maybe. enjoyed it. My mom is more of a crafter, so she probably liked it. Yeah, actually, she did. We'll get into that. I have vivid memories of my mom working on um, some... There was this set of costumes she made, because you got to remember, I grew up literally in Fargo, like the movie mm -hmm. Fargo, North Dakota. So it's really, especially back in the 90s, it was really like a toss of the coin whether or not Halloween would be snow pants weather or normal costume weather. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same for for uh, the part of Michigan I grew up yep. in. Yeah. Chicago, same thing. Yeah. Like, sometimes there's snow, sometimes there's not. There's actually a photo of me dressed as a princess one year, but I have a full snowsuit with, like, overall snow pants and a coat on. And, like, the, the princess dress is just, like, looks like bands of, like, stomach rolls. <laughs> like, <laughs> all the way yeah. up. <laughs> 
and I have giant mittens on. <laughs> um, and I'm oh, sure yeah. I went to a door being like, I'm a pretty, pretty freaking princess. And the people <laughs> answering the doors were like, sure. Sure, Blondie. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody else looked like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rainbow Bright was the year that uh, of my childhood that ended in snow pants. Yeah. <laughs> Which worked weirdly. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know that I I don't think I ever actually had to do the snow pants, but there was always there were always coats over costumes covering what you were. It's terrible. Yeah. I oh, I hated that. And yeah. to address it, there was one year my mom found this pattern I'm sure at Joanne's because that was the only store we went to growing up because it was the one that was in Fargo to my memory. Mm -hmm. Um, And my mom had this found this really cute pattern for um, an elephant costume and a pig costume. But it was just like accessory pieces and they were all made out of felt. So for the pig one, it was how to make a little pig snout with an elastic and then two little pig ears and then these mitten things. That were like very squarish and they had little hooves, like little like arcs. Oh, yeah. My mom made that. And it would fit over our mittens. <laughs> so that I think I'm having this weird flashback. If it's the same <laughs> pattern, that would rule. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, it would. I like I'm having this super weird flashback of like a headband with ears and the way the elastic felt on my face. And and it would get full of oh. boogers because it was yeah. on your nose and it was cold. <laughs> and we, my mom made a pig one and an elephant one because I have a little brother. And I think, I can't tell if she just was like, these are cute and I want to make stuff with felt. Because um, it was a lot of like applique and hand sewing, I think. And like seeming. We had cow and pig. Okay. Cow and pig. Yeah, my brother was really into elephants. And the, the trunk, I remember, was really cute because it was little because it had to fit off a kid's face oh. and it had big ears. <laughs> um, oh. I think she, I, I guarantee you, she found those and was like, well, worst case, it'll be in the dress up box. But also, if it's cold as heck, I'll throw on a pink t shirt of mine and tell the kid they're a pig or a gray t shirt <laughs> and tell them they're an elephant and we can move on when it's like well below freezing on halloween yeah how about you guys well so my mom loved making costumes and i had i definitely had a lot of handmade costumes through the years including like well into my middle school years and i was very happy to still wear Mm -hmm. costumes um i and you're the oldest right i'm the oldest yeah okay yeah so Um, I never stopped wearing costumes. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, like, when your friends are maybe thinking it's not so cool to dress as a Disney princess, I was still there. Uh, Yeah. But, yes, so... Uh, I was a goth kid, so it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I was still... I was... I did. She, my mom made me... Maybe my... It was probably my mom and my grandma together sewed me a bell costume one year um, from Aww. Beauty and the Beast, and then nice. a Jasmine costume, which I very be- begrudgingly wore a bodysuit under because I wasn't, I probably, <laughs> A, wasn't allowed to be exposing my entire midriff yeah. in my arms, but also B, it would have been so cold. <laughs> so yeah. that was for the best. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, actually, so speaking of like the handmade felt costumes, setting this up, my dad had this thing that he was doing for work. Uh, at Brookfield Zoo in Chicago. And every year at Brookfield Zoo, they do this thing called Boo at the Zoo, where you go and they do Halloween stuff at the zoo. Oh, we had that at the zoo where I grew up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... It was called Zoo Boo. Yeah. And so my mom wanted us to be in... My 
little sister and I, who was a baby at the time, like she was strapped to to my mom, uh, she wanted us to have animal themed costumes because boo at the zoo. Zoo. And for my sister, she made just like this little cap kind of a thing that was like a bird or a chicken or something like that. Because that's all you could see of her, really. She was all strapped and bundled in um, on my mom. And then she made for me this felt bird costume. And it was elaborate, like blue with all of these felt feathers down the front of it, all like layered. And then a whole Mm -hmm. like headpiece that like went like a hood that strapped on and it had like feathers and stuff on it. And the only problem is I hate birds. Like I... (laughs) Still now, oh, no. I, I like now I'm okay with things with birds on it, but like I don't like going near birds. Like don't, mm-mm. no, 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 no. Um, when you go to the zoo, there's a point in this one display where you can choose: do you want to go to the monkeys or do you want to go to the birds? And the the idea of walking through the bird area dressed as a bird was just absolutely horrifying to me. I don't know how <laughs> she convinced me that this is what I should be. She has. Things like where, oh, yeah, you really liked the costume. I don't remember choosing this costume at all. Um, but there I was as a bird. I'm. It was a beautiful so costume. So the put a bird on it trend wasn't so good for you. No, no, I was not keen on that. I was, mm-mm. How old were you? Um, eight. Okay. Because it was I just it was after really my sister's born. Oh, it was. It was absolutely, oh, I mean. it sounds cool. She did a wonderful job and. The costume might even still exist here somewhere. I have no idea. But, um, no, I just, I don't like birds and I was a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Which sometimes now I still. I think you should dig that costume out because I want to see it. Maybe I can find a picture at the very least. So I'll do what I can do. You want to know what? I I just had a flash of, like, realization as an adult about that, the elephant and pig costumes and, like, the parents role in dealing with the kid on Halloween. Like I have so many friends with little kids now and they're always like, my kid wants to dress up in July and he or she can't understand why, why they can't dress up. And then there's this other issue of the kids constantly changing their mind. I bet you my mom Mm. was super genius and was like, I'm making these dang costumes because if these kids pitch a fit and we need to go trick or treat, we got options. (laughs) I bet you that's what happened. And I bet you yeah. that princess costume was that same BS on my part as like a five-year-old. <laughs> That's so funny. The costume, the costume mind changing is a big thing. Also, I always think of like, you know, around this this time of year, you start seeing the costume ideas online for mm-hmm. DIY costumes, and they're really, really cute. But they're really cute if you are an adult dressing up a child. Whereas there's Odds are the, the kid didn't suddenly say, Mom, I really want to be a cactus for Halloween. No, You know, <laughs> I don't see children asking to be that. And so then I have those flashbacks, too. I, did I? There's no way I asked to be a bird, right? Like, no, I don't know. I mean, those cute, those costumes That's are really adorable. Funny. But no, three-year-olds aren't asking to be I'm, cacti. No. No, I'm fairly certain that I was largely in control of what I was dressing up as from a very young age. Also, that's very um, on brand for you, Haley. It, yeah. it is. But my mom remembers the point at which I put my foot down about daily clothes mm-hmm. and what I was and was not going to wear. Um, mm-hmm. and, and she said that I humored her until kindergarten. <laughs> and then I was over it. 
<laughs> there, I was no longer going to wear pink and lavender. Mm. And but she said it was clear that I was humoring her <laughs> until that point. That sounds uh, about right. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, and so, my uh, my favorite Halloween costume when I was a little kid, I think I was three or four. I I can't really remember, but this costume existed in the top drawer of my dresser. Like it might even still exist in the top drawer of my childhood dresser. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was this. Wonder Woman costume that my mom made me. Uh, I believe it's cardboard and tinfoil. Cute. Like and that. she did like the whole crown and the wristbands, and I think there was a belt. And I'm quite certain there was also like a leotard and stuff that went with it. But that costume was. It must have taken her forever because I'm pretty sure I didn't decide that it was special and needed to be kept (laughs) um, and not, like, damaged in any way because it was cardboard. Yeah. (laughs) But it was pristine the last time I saw it. (laughs) I love that. And so I'm guessing that my mom must have spent forever on it and was like, and we we will not be ruining this. (laughs) Which... I was the correct kid to tell that to, so <laughs> so the costume survived. <laughs> but I loved this costume. And every time I would open my drawer growing up and see it um, nestled in with the other things that were special in my top dresser drawer, I would get so excited. And every once in a while, like even into high school, I would like put the armbands on because my, my wrists are... Like chicken wrists, so they never got much bigger. Um, and I would just come out and like do the the cross uh, cross arms um, thing with the wristbands mm-hmm. at my mother, and then go put them away. And so this is it was my favorite, and I'm sure that pictures exist, and I'm going to have to ask my mom to dig them out because I mean anybody who yes, does please. not who doesn't yeah. Anyone who doesn't know what I look like, um, I well, I don't really look much different than I did then. <laughs> but uh, same hair and everything. But I have dark hair, and um, this was the '80s, so it was like uh, the original Wonder Woman TV show, the best era. And yes. So. I certainly looked the part, and it. <laughs> It was my favorite. Oh, that's cute. I love Ooh. it. I should I should jump in and quickly say we're gonna have to not only put these in the show notes, but I'll make a point of putting all the cute little all three of us in our little costumes on Instagram for everything we can find because I think that's gonna be cute as heck. Oh my gosh! Yes. I hope my mom can so. find it. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I can dig out as many good good photos as possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. concerned. I know, but. I know for a fact there's a really cute picture of me when I'm. I think it was before my brother was around. So I would have had to have been two or maybe three. No, I would have been two because I turned three right before my brother was born. And he was born in July. And this was a Halloween picture. Anyway, so I am wearing just about the only store-bought costume I can remember. Because my parents are like, these are crappy and they're really expensive. And I grew up in all hand-me-downs. Yeah, and I grew up in all hand-me-downs. Except for like one or two total outfits a year. 
Um, and this costume my parents would have bought when I was very small. And this photo, I'm wearing the costume. It's a mouse costume. And so it's like a onesie with, with mouse ears that are fabric and like even kind of a widow's peak shape around the face. So all you see is the little face. Cute. And, um, <laughs> but the PhD resistance, I have terrible French pronunciation. Um, was that the costume also came with this overlay piece that was Swiss cheese. So it was like a little, like, like a sandwich board type thing, but there were seams on the side, and it was Swiss okay. cheese with holes in it, and it was yellow. <laughs> and so you'd wear it over the mouse costumes, and you were a mouse and a cheese. That's so adorable. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I also think that this cheese could be very easily DIY'd. You wouldn't even have to necessarily sew. That was exactly what I was thinking. As you were telling, I was like, hmm. "Oh, you could felt felt on uh, on some particle board." Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. And the cutest thing about this costume, Your particle board is not the what that is called. Foam core. Foam, foam core. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Or cardboard, even. But the cutest thing was that this costume. I mean, we wore this thing till it was destroyed because it was in our dress up box too. Because where else would you put all the costumes? Um, and there was one year that I think it got cold and my brother was pretty little. So he wore the onesie mouse costume over his like clothes because I think it was a little big for him. So he went as the mouse and I went as the cheese. Oh, <laughs> perfect. I don't know that's if there's a, a photo of that. There probably is somewhere, but that's probably like my favorite like sibling costume that I can. Yeah. It's the only one I can think of and it's real cute. Um, oh, that is really cute. Yeah, my... We we always had sibling costumes. I have lists of sibling costumes, including the Powerpuff Girls and Mojo Jojo, which was <laughs> so fun. But um, no, I wait. Wasn't that recent? Because I sort of feel like I remember it, you talking about it. I've talked about it, but it was probably still at least fifteen years ago. Recent enough. Oh, okay. I was then maybe <laughs> maybe you were just talking about it on the internet. Yeah, or yeah. Um, no, but probably That's one cute. of the. The more impressive things that I remember probably my grandma making was I went as um, I went as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And that was a store-bought costume that came with little red stickers that you put on your shoes to make them into ruby red slippers. But then my grandma helped Aww, make for my sister. That is amazing. Yeah, my dad did those for me. <laughs> That's so smart. Um, but she my, – my little sister then went as the lion. And it was a yellow uh, – sweatsuit with a hood and she added yarn fringe around the yes hood, and it was super loopy and beautiful and it took her forever i don't know why it took that long i don't know exactly what the process was for for adding it but i remember that being a very special uh very special costume and i think for my mom she always wanted us to have special halloween costumes because she did not have that as a child her options were yeah. You could go as a hobo or a gypsy sometimes uh-huh. with, you know, these are like items you might have around to like just dress up. That's offensive. Uh, yeah. And very yeah. on brand for Halloween of our parents era. I was going to say it was. Fair. Yes. It was absolutely. It was the it was the 1950s, you know, um, yeah. or oh, yeah, a totally. scarecrow, which she says somewhere there's a photo of her with her arms outstretched because they actually put a pull through the shirt so that she was (laughs) but they were just and she was like these are your options like that was it choose like figure out something to just dress up with the stuff that's around here because we're not 
we're not making anything or buying anything. Yeah, wasn't yeah. Yeah. in the fifties? Wasn't it like those those options plus like um like cowboy cowgirl? Oh, there were masks like witch masks. Yeah, and then yeah. like cowboy cowgirl and like Native American, right? Uh, I feel oh, like I read and that. and bedsheet ghost and yes. bedsheet ghost. Which I just found my bedsheet ghost costume. <laughs> um, I, I was helping my mom clean out the basement, uh, I guess, last summer, and found my bedsheet ghost costume in the punky Brewster boot box uh, <laughs> that it lived in mm-hmm. and pulled it out, and it was rough. I got to tell you. <laughs> I'm sure that it was cute at the time, but it was deeply creepy looking. <laughs> yeah. And like had like I assumed that I had been eating candy like through the like, <laughs> I don't even know. It I, I'm not sure why. Was it chocolate? I, I don't I, I I don't know. Okay. What was there? Um and I I'm not entirely sure because I didn't grow up with siblings. I have a stepsister, but she's she was already a teenager mm-hmm. when my dad and my stepmom got married, so I didn't grow up with any siblings. And I'm not so I'm not sure why this costume was kept. I assume that I'm also not really clear on whether or not my mom made it or whether I did, given the non-circular nature of the eyes and <laughs> mouth, I expect that maybe I did it. And I'm not really sure. I mean, the, that punky Brewster boot box has got to be like 1988 or 89. Yeah. So I, I'm not really sure, but I just found it and it was both delightful and utterly horrifying <laughs> <laughs> to find like 30 something years later yeah it's very it's very charlie brown halloween which i like yeah but yeah. also yeah, i'm little... sure it was cute at the time yeah <laughs> i don't know how old i was but i'm sure it was cute at the time mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that's funny oh my goodness i love these stories good memories <laughs> all right so before we continue our discussion on Halloween things. We are going to pause, and Heidi has a special word from this episode's sponsor. Thanks, Molly. (laughs) Barocco yarns are known for their quality and affordability. At its heart, Barocco is a design company that makes yarn, and it shows in the beautiful knitting and crochet patterns and pattern books. Find out more at barocco.com. Thank you. All right. So, the last kind of top three story I have of Halloween costumes as a child um, involves the only time I was ever sent to the principal's office, ever. (laughs) (laughs) We should have a a conversation about that at some point, because I've got one, too, involving hair dye. Okay. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) I was homeschooled, so... And my mother. Oh. Uh, I was homeschooled, so being sent to the principal's office was... Probably just, like, go talk to your father. <laughs> Very different thing. Very different. Anyway, so, yeah. Heidi, what did, what did you do? Um, well, I rolled up to school in eighth grade on, like, the day that you would observe Halloween. It probably was Halloween Day. Um, and I was in eighth grade, and I decided that year to dress as Minnie Mouse. And I, myself, so I found this red 
fabric with white polka dots. I sewed a little skirt with an elastic waist and I made a little bow and I did that all on my sewing machine and I wore like stretch pants and a turtleneck and I had some gloves that worked for Minnie's hands and then for the ears I took a headband and attached with like wire actually I think it was twist ties attached to mouse ears to it that I had made out of recycled like sour cream lids that I colored in with sharpie I thought I was being all creative uh, that you were cute. also you were <laughs> I also think that it was a subtle enough costume that I could use it for Disney bounding, which is when you like sort of dress up like a character, but like Disneyland, I guess, doesn't let people full on cosplay. I think it's like a safety issue, but this yes. was subtle enough. Yeah. Like it's literally just a elastic waist skirt and a, tur- a turtleneck and stretch pants and a headband that I could get away with wearing this into Disney in 2018. I still have it in this, in my very studio. But apparently I had full-on missed the actual intercom announcement that said no one was to wear costumes because we were apparently too old for it, which is total I don't even care that I'm going to get sweared. I don't even care about getting bleeped again. Um, I was dressed as Minnie freaking Mouse. Like, come on. And um, I think, and like the way I was called into the principal's office was like, we were walking into school and I was like, I wonder why no one else is wearing costumes. I don't care. I made this. This is fun. Um, and the principal came up to me and was like, hey, can I talk to you? And I had never spoken to the man ever because let's be real, I had a 4.0 plus GPA and had never <laughs> mm-hmm. been in trouble ever. Um, Same. <laughs> and so I get called in and I'm like freaking out, but I was just getting old enough and turning into enough of a teen that I was trying to be all cool. And um, I was like, well, this is not much of a costume. And while I'm internally freaking out, I'm just trying to be all cool and like, this isn't much of a costume. I'll just take off the headband and gloves. And is that sufficient for you? Like, I got all mousy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, teen attitude Heidi. Yeah. And I didn't get in trouble. I think it was more the point that the principal wanted to show that he would even take the good kid into the office. Yeah. Ah, yes. But also, like, screw that guy. Art wasn't that great in my school anyway. art was good in my school i never took art yeah anyway i'm still clearly like why you're like, a little mad about yeah, that yeah like don't mess with me i did nothing wrong no. <laughs> i'm just trying to imagine what i would have worn in high school if we weren't allowed technically to dress up for halloween mm-hmm. because like Halloween was every day for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying, like, what would I have worn? You would have worn normal clothes, and it would have been, like, a costume for you. But I didn't own any. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, the year that I did this, I think this was the year mm. that I, like, I mean, I think it was when the, I think it was, like, the main puberty transition year for me. Like, right. like I was menstruating. I was pissed. I was 13 and eighth grade sucks for everybody. There's a whole movie about it now. And <laughs> <laughs> that was the year that I decided I was sick of being invisible. And so every almost every day I would come in with a new basically costume that I would wear and I would dress up. I kind of forgot about this. I would dress up as all the different cliques. So there was one day I went as a goth. There was another day I went as, like, a popular kid. awesome. (laughs) I kind of love it. And I know that everybody was like, ooh, Heidi went to the principal's office. But people who I was friends with, and actually more even acquaintances with, 
because my class was 500 students. Um, they were even like, but you dress up every day. Why does he care? And I was like, my point entirely. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> you are my favorite. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Minnie Mouse breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> so scary. But but speaking mm-hmm. of scariness. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh let's let's talk for a moment about something truly frightening. Go on. And that is is it dolls? It's, <laughs> shh, it's listening. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, this is this is a thing that happens when you are you are a crafter and a sewer or a sewist and you or a knitter or an anything that might require buying craft supplies in the month of October. And you yes. go to your local Joanne. And you really just need to buy like a quarter yard of fabric to finish the project that you have due. Or you'd like to, you know, maybe buy some interfacing because you're just making something normally. And the cutting counter is (laughs) is just the Hunger Games. Yes. It's just there's like 50 people in line and none of them have ever made a thing before. And they're, 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 but they're like, you can see the panic in their eyes. They are terrified of what's (laughs) about to happen. And they're trying to like buy all these fabrics that I don't want to sew with and I sew all the time. (laughs) And they're going to suddenly make a princess costume or a mermaid or a knight or whatever it is. And oh, the sequins. yeah, Yeah. And, and they're asking all these questions. And you just, I feel terrible for them, but also, I kind of would like them to get out of the way so that I could just get my little piece of fabric cut and I could go home. Yeah. And I feel terrible saying that because you never well, know. A new crafter <laughs> could be born out of this, but it's scary there. <laughs> so I feel like whenever I'm in that line in usually October trying to buy fabric, it's also a whole bunch of people who feel like they are very entitled to not waiting in that line. <laughs> and it's always people who seem like they're about to blurt, where's the manager? And the level... Uh, yes, of, that face. And the level of May negativity the that they're trying to, like, pee into your ear in stereo um, <laughs> is not something I need in my life. No, they definitely... Uh, they can often think they're very special because they're making a thing and as though they are the only people who have ever needed or wanted to make a thing yeah how yeah. close but how close to halloween have you ever tried to buy fabric at a joann's oh i've <laughs> i've done it the week of halloween same no it's the Molly, worst. no and this well what happens is i have to have something for a project that obviously isn't Halloween. For your job. For my job. I'm it's probably yeah. I'm probably making Christmas stuff or Valentine's Day at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I go, Oh, I really have to go pick this up. And I walk into the store and I forget that, oh, there's still people crafting for Halloween. And I walk in and I go, Oh no. And it, <laughs> and I can't do anything about it. I have to have the thing. And yeah. and not only is the the cutting counter oh. scary, but the 
the checkout is terrible as well. And um, yeah, well, just the disarray of the entire fabric area, yeah, like sequins hanging over a dress form, like it's it's a mess. It is. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, it the the biggest thing I can equate it to is um like when I've when I was a librarian whenever like it's the last week of summer reading and like the oh, library yes. circulations through the roof where people are getting their last books for their Labor Day vacation and the the like reshelf carts are just stacked because there's not enough bodies because your own staff's taking vacation and there's no one to put them away and then yeah. you get people who are. And then you get people who are freaking out because their hold's, like, somewhere. And you're like, I'm sorry, do you not see that there's three people working? Yeah. Because that's how it is at Joanne's. I feel so bad for that staff. I do. I was, and I was a shelver at a library, and I know exactly that feeling you're talking about. It it is, it's very scary. But, yeah, I do. I feel bad for for the Joanne people. I always try... When I finally do, they need to hire temp holiday help. They yeah. do for Halloween. <laughs> Halloween help specifically. Yeah. They do, I, and so then they I don't do... know how to craft sometimes. That's true. But when I finally make it to the cutting counter on those days, I try to give extra grace to those people and just be really yeah. friendly and say, "I'm so sorry that it's so busy today. I hope that it gets better. Do you get to go home?" So I I make a point to be especially caring in those moments because. Yeah. Oh I yeah, feel me so too. Bad for them. Because it sucks to be customer service yeah. during those times. Yeah. I have done that. Mm-hmm. It's not a fun job. Yeah. yeah. Especially so. if you get on the tail end of somebody who's just kind of been pretty salty with them. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, yes. I'm really sorry. I can tell you exactly what I need and we don't even have to talk if you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, Send dream give customer. give them give them extra love and grace. They yeah. They need it. <laughs> Maybe even pray exactly. for them if that's your thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> for real. Maybe pray for all of the people who are gathered around at that time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. That is so funny. Uh, uh. How about you, Haley? What you got? What you got that's kind of spooky Halloween fun that's not scary cutting counter stories? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you got good stuff. <laughs> Okay, I, I can wrap this up with the, with something heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Good, um, good. <laughs> so when we were talking about all of the kids' costumes and just bringing back memories of Halloween past, I was reminded of how we ended every Halloween night when I was growing up. And uh, so my, my dad's mom, my, my grandma on that side lived on a farm sort of in the middle of nowhere and every Halloween night everyone in like the surrounding neighbor farms and also my immediate family um, so my dad and his brothers and their kids and so like all, all of the young cousins and stuff all ended up at my grandmother's house at the end of the night in our costumes And my grandmother would make, like, this huge vat of homemade soup and would also put together, like, little gift bags for all of the kids and do this big, like, paper Halloween decorated front room for all of the kids and, like, a little mini haunted house on her front porch and like it was all like paper decorations I and love stuff it. like that. 
That's really cute. And uh, so, and there's this tiny, um, tiny German wo- woman stirring this cauldron of soup <laughs> in a house in the middle of the woods, and everyone would come. And sometimes there is like even stuff like bobbing for apples. Like it was, it was Ugh. very cute and very so wholesome. wholesome. I love it, it, it. Yeah, like it, it, it was just grossly wholesome. Um, but it just made me think of that, and that is not a thing that really happens in our family anymore because my grandmother now lives in an assisted living place, and so it's just not, not quite, not quite there. But it was nice to go to the farm every Halloween night and just sort of. End it on spooky and wholesome. I love Aww. that. I like that. And you, and you always really have cool. those those cool memories. And yeah, I like that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, only a little bit crafty, but it, it it seems fitting. It It's perfect. And on that very wholesome note, Heidi, did you want to wrap us up with a word from our sponsor? Sure thing, Haley. <laughs> Thank you so much to our sponsor, Barocco Yarn. Visit barocco.com, that's B-E-R-R-O-C-O.com, to find beautiful yarn, patterns, inspiration, and more. And if you would like to sponsor the Very Serious Crafts podcast, please visit veryseriouscrafts.com and click sponsor. Thank you in advance. Hooray! <laughs> Yay, thank you! Oh. <laughs> our recording was Friends. a little haunted, but we did it. We did, and I kept recording the whole time, so there we are. (laughs) Yay! I mean, that's good, but let's let's wait till you save it. Yeah, that's that's right. Okay. All All right. right. We love you, creepy dolls. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great week. A spooky week. A spooky week. (laughs) And uh, and uh, Godspeed if you're headed to Joanne's. Yes. Be careful out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Loved this episode of the Very Serious Crafts podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated.